Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 144. Be fast when it matters, slow when it doesn't. I feel like there's always been a balance of moving when the intuition strikes and you need to listen and make moves and when you need to pause and see what comes from a situation or uh, maybe wait for a later time for certain things. There's a very, very fine line between, you know, just going fast. It matters now. Make the move, make the decision, do what you've got to do, make something happen, all these things. And then slow when it doesn't. And when I say doesn't matter, meaning like maybe not at this exact moment, but it matters for a a later time or for the long game for the vision. So I want to make that very clear. It's not that it doesn't matter at all. It's that it's just deciding between efficiency, urgency versus patience and waiting for a more appropriate time. Obviously, you have to fill that out through intuition. And so I, I made a list of when should you be fast? And, and these are just my personal experiences, my my personal thoughts. Uh, I'm sure you could think of lots of other occasions where when should you be fast? When does it matter? And when should you maybe be slower? When, when does it less matter about the immediate now, but more about uh, a near future or distant future? So when should you be fast? Let's talk about that. Number one, when you know in your gut you have an idea. You can call it divine timing, divine providence, divine knowing, intuition, whatever you have, it's coming through you. You need to move on it. And when an idea seems to just make so much sense, whether that's purpose-driven, intuition, God, move. And there's often at times what happens is a little bit of hesitancy that comes from overthinking it or not receiving the message or not allowing something to come through you. I love the fact that we have this amazing ability to have free will and think through things and see things and experience life and do all these things, but we have to also learn to receive our blessings. We have to learn to receive our messages and we have to learn to trust those messages and move in those messages and allow God to work through us, allow our soul to work through us. We have to move and everything's going to be okay because it's not, I, I, I realize that a lot of times hesitancy can happen because of being afraid of an outcome. The outcome hasn't happened yet and whatever outcome does happen is just part of this journey guiding you from decision to decision to decision. And it's about whether or not you can trust the intuition to propel yourself into movement, to have an experience of something happen that gives you insight for the next step, one step at a time. And you have to be so careful about how you interpret the step. That I think, again, I'm talking about why you should move fast is when your gut has an idea. And, the, and then, of course, there's the hesitancy that stops people. You have, to, you have to trust it. You have to learn and practice that trust because <laughs> you may stall some things, but you have to realize that there's a bigger picture happening because it's so easy to perceive, well, that didn't work out. Like, well, you don't know that it didn't work out. 
you just didn't like that the way that that step was presented to you but you did move in your intuition the step was presented to you that isn't exactly like how you thought it would be but you also do need that and you'll realize that maybe two years or three years or four years from now so when you know you in your gut you have an idea divine timing intuition knowing practice being fast with it the second one the goals that support the marathon all right the marathon needs your patience the marathon is a little bit of a slower process. The marathon is decades, not days. The marathon is the bigger vision that has to come together through the puzzle pieces of your life. How do you figure out the puzzle pieces of your life? The goals, the steps, the 1%, the one is, is better than zero mentality. That's where... So the marathon needs your patience. This could be years long, right? I'm just going to give it to you. Someone has to tell you this. But your goals need your sprints. So micro goals make the 1% happen, and then they push you closer to the vision. So you get what I'm saying? Like they, they push you closer to running your marathon. Not closer to running. You now are running your marathon. So the goals are, they're more short-term. You need to be fast with them. And they, they can be micro goals because you're saying, okay, you know what? Here's a vision I have for myself, but I need to start here. I need to start somewhere. That needs your immediacy because that gives you the next steps as well. And micro goals help attach you to a life, one that's being lived and experienced and understood, not automated, not just automated and robotic and constantly waiting for the right time. You need goals. You need goals. I'm going to pin drop right here that I'm going to bring up the clarity workshop <laughs> later in this uh, in this um, episode only because in that uh, and it's in the show notes for anybody listening as usual. Um, but in that clarity workshop, I talk about the one, three, five with goals because you can have a vision, you can have a goal and you can then break it down to micro goals. But as long as you know what some tasks are, as long as you take 10 minutes to make out what some of those tasks are for that goal, the rest is just doing. The goal's inevitable, you're gonna hit the goal. And then the goal gets a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. But I don't wanna go on a tear on that. You guys can check that out in the show notes. Go sign up if you haven't already. You guys hear me talk about it all the time, but that's exactly why it's there. It's just one of several resources I got more coming your guys' way. All right, so the goal that supports the marathon, that's when you need to move with more immediacy. Number three, when you're testing ideas, don't sit in analysis too long because you might overthink yourself out of your intuition. When you're testing ideas, all right, and, and I'm going to counter this when I talk about the slow category, but when you're testing ideas, you cannot let perfection or details get in the way. You could put your best foot forward, but you've got to put things out there to allow some for, to let the analysis come from being out there, not from never launching. Right, You've got to be able to move with immediacy on ideas. Let me see what people think about this. I test things all the time. A lot of you guys may not even know it. You know, I tested a piece of merchandise to you guys on Instagram recently, and I had like a couple hundred or so people uh, love it in the stories. I'm going to launch that, but I was just kind of teasing it out there just to kind of see what you guys thought, and apparently a lot of people liked it. You know, And uh, there's some other things that I want to launch. I want to bring more of my words to to uh wearables right and merchandise whatever you want to call it but you know bring the message to the world right so test them 
it took me an hour to draft up the design, a minute to order it, receive it, a few days to receive it, and then I put it up online just to see what people thought. Now, that's a very, very small use case. I've done a lot of other testing, and whether it's been in tech startups or in marketing or in content or in business ideas, whatever. But I just wanted to give you a very tangible, easy one about testing even your creativity. Test, move with immediacy. Another point four, when you need to make clear executive decisions. Now, let me tell you this right now. This is a combination of clarity, preparation, self-awareness, and practice. So technically, this is always happening in the background. Over time, and just in, if already right now you find that there's times where you need to make decisions much faster and you're not making them fast enough, then in the waiting of your life, you need to be working on clarity, preparation, self-awareness, and practice. This kind of goes back again. Take the clarity workshop. It's there for you guys. But clarity brings so much direction because you're able to feel through things much quicker. Like you're able to, you're able to, you're just able to be much more decisive because you have a general idea in any given situation that A or B is going to get you closer to whatever it is in that moment you have to make a quick decision on. You must learn clarity, self-awareness, practice, and preparation. Preparation, because there's going to be plenty of moments where you do need to make quick decisions. It's what makes you a good leader or supporting role or friend, lover, business partner, right? And when you're self-aware, you can feel through what you're feeling in any, any immediate situation to make a quicker decision. And of course, I added practice because everything is a practice. If you practice in the waiting, you're more prepared for the what if scenario. Haven't you ever noticed that like, I didn't see that coming? Or what if scenario is happening all the time? Or oh, I, it, was, it was too much for me. Be prepared for it. And then the fifth one is when urgency outdoes stagnancy. What do I mean by this? When you need to move fast, when urgency outdoes stagnancy, you need to move and you need to move now with or without all the info or any info, but to get info and make something happen for next steps. If you are not seeing next steps, you are the next step. You need to make it. You need to make it. The next step is the next step. And I think so many people, I, I get it. So many people will feel like, well, what if I'm wrong? None of us are right all the time. Are you kidding me? None of us are. And good. I'd rather make a move and uh, quote unquote, no, or misstep or whatever says, Oh, not over here. Do you know how many times I've been saved from that? <laughs> but urgency outdoing stagnancy means that you've got to make a next step happen because maybe you're just feeling like it's not, it, this could be with your health. This could be, you know, with uh, an idea of yours, your creativity, you've got to make something happen so you can get even more information regarding your life, right? Now, when should you move slow? And I know I said when it doesn't matter, but slow, some things matter, but require a little bit further out lens. So let's talk about a few of those. Number one, not all of the insights are there. 
Move fast when it matters. Move slow when not all the insights are there. You know, you're, you know what? You still need it to develop. You still need some more uh, information to come through you. You, need, you still need to fill it out. You, you can't be so impulsive that you want to just jump on the thing. You want to wait for a second. Allow yourself the patience to wait. Allow the information to come in. You know, and again, this isn't about, oh, I need all the information. Like, no, that's not this at all. It's about allowing something to marinate a little bit, allow an idea to just come a little bit more into focus. That's probably the, the better analogy. Let something come a little bit further into focus versus the impulsivity of just moving on everything, right? You'll end up in a lot of chaos and cleaning up a lot of messes. <laughs> so number two, I'm only laughing because I'm thinking about it, you know, even in my own life at times when that happened. But Number two, the things that are less immediate can be shelved for later. Listen, I know you want to do a million things. Start with, you know, do do this thing over here. Do that thing. Do them all together. Uh, there are all the ideas are pouring out. Maybe some of you, maybe it's not. But all of a sudden, when something does come pouring out, you want to do everything involved with it. I say start with the most important one for now. That's where you move fast. Other things have to be played a little further out. So when I see the vision of everything I'm trying to do and build, it's going to take a little while. I look at the most immediate items that have the most significant importance that have to be a constant right now and they have to get my attention. And by the way, that's not always easily understood because, uh, well, I mean, uh, meaning like I've, you know, I've talked with family before and it's like, Oh, have you thought about this? And it's like, well, yeah, you know, but I, there's an, there's a more appropriate time for certain things that I have to do these other things first because the, like these steps precede them. So that's, that's kind of what I mean when I say you have to look at what's the mo most important priorities now and then shelve the other ones for you know a few months on the road, six months, a year from now. You'd be surprised at how quickly that time comes ready for it. And in a lot of the, de the, the decision making that you're having now for the more immediate items, are in preparation for that other thing later on. So the things that are less immediate can be shelved for a little bit later. Number three, when the details matter. This is a big one. So earlier I said when you're testing, move. But when the details matter, you might have to slow down a little bit. Some things need to be tested immediately to gain a little insight and traction. But when it comes to the more important details, you need to take time with them. So if you're testing ideas out there, you're, you're testing a direction or all these things, you're like, mm, you know, I'm getting some really good information now. And this definitely feels on path. This feels right. Great. Now you can be more in the details and details take time. Because if you rush processes, you rush details, the details complement your testing. Now you know the direction. Now you need to take time for the details. And so when I say be fast when it matters, slow when it doesn't, details do matter, but I do think that they require a little bit slower um, approach because you really want to make sure that you are loving on the details and you're taking care of the bigger picture that is to unfold uh, for the later vision. Well, the vision that's already happening. Number four, reducing errors. I would like to say slow is smooth and smooth is fast. What do I mean? Slow is smooth and smooth is fast. When you focus on precision, efficiency, training, skill development, then you are slowing down to do these things so when you need to move fast, you're already prepared. Earlier I talked about preparation, right? You know, in order to make more immediate decisions, because there's plenty of times you need to be fast and make immediate decisions, well, um, during slower periods of time, you're working on the preparation. 
you're working on precision and efficiency and training and skill development because it when it doesn't matter you're preparing for when it does so slow is smooth and smooth is fast slow is smooth reminds um individuals right all of you to to stay calm it reminds people to, to think clearly and act deliberately even in stressful situations so you can even apply slow within an immediate situation simply by being very calm and clear. So I, a lot of times I tell people, listen, if you don't know what to do, don't react. Take a moment for yourself. Take a moment for yourself. Think about it. Think through it. You know, get a get a grasp on what you're you're feeling. Stay calm and collected in your nature and your being. And even if you're not, that's okay too, because if you take a moment for yourself, you'll slow down and create the smoothness and then you'll be able to deliver more information through your smoothness, which speeds everything else up. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. It's slowing down to actually work on the details, work on the patients, figure out uh, you know, a, a next step without that immediate impulsivity. And then in taking that extra time actually speeds a lot of other things up. And finally, when to be slow? When you're learning patience. Because if you're going too fast all the time and you're worrying about everything, then, and you're anxious about the future, right? Then you're not being present and you're not being patient with the process. And this goes for everybody, including myself. I'm a very patient individual because I've had to really teach myself that over the years, but I still have impatient moments easily. And every week at some point, whether it's I want to do more, I want to go faster in certain things, I want to implement all the different ideas, I want other things to happen faster, whatever it might be. But I am often reminded, not my timing, God's timing, but it is my time to make sure to use wisely. Not my timing, God's timing, but use my time wisely, right? And that's where I think patience is, not think, that's where I know where patience is in the middle of all of that. And in my patience, I'm able to think clear. And this kind of goes right back to all of the more immediate things that have to happen. So I'm ready for when fast needs to happen. I'm ready for urgency. I'm ready for clear executive decisions. I'm ready for testing things. I'm ready for goals. I'm ready to be in the arena constantly playing the game of life. And I'm ready to move on my gut instincts a lot more. Right. So patience the long game, the marathon, is the preparer of the short game, of the sprints, and the goal, immediate goals, and the immediate steps. So be fast when it matters, slow when it doesn't, but doesn't necessarily mean that the, the thing doesn't matter, it just means that the immediacy may not be there. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for always tuning in. Uh, please leave a written review on Apple uh, five-star review on Apple, five-star review on Spotify and any other platform that they receive ratings. I appreciate you guys for always tuning in. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in. And you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. 
Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.